0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. How many of you know of closet or exhibition narcissists? We want to be able to dive in today and talk a little bit about kind of like a subset of different narcissists. I've done a video before on malignant narcissists, and then we're also doing one here on closet narcissists and exhibition narcissists to help you understand even further what we're talking about with different types of narcissists, not just overt and not just covert, but let's talk about the different subsets as well. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do it on all different platforms: TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, all different places to try to help people get the awareness of what's actually going on. If you're listening in the car, you've got Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music to be able to listen to Raw Motivations on there as well. If you want to hear the wife's perspective, check out our new podcast called Trauma, Drama, in Life to be able to hear a little bit from her perspective of being with a narcissist and some of the challenges that we've faced going through that process. I want to invite you into the NARC app. If you haven't had a chance to download it or look at it, go to NARCapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P, NARCapp.com to see the courses, some of the courses that we offer, some of the challenges that are on there, some of the weekly lives that we do to be able to interact, to be able to help you grow, heal, and change, and the monthly coaching calls where we bring people in from all across the globe. It's also a fantastic way to connect with community to connect with people that are like-minded people that have gone through the same stuff that you've gone through, that you can get advice, you can get encouragement, you can connect with people in there to help on that journey. There's a lot of people that have developed some really good friendships inside the NARC app to help them move forward on their healing journey. So feel free to be able to check that out. If you're struggling with being in a narcissistic relationship or getting out of one and you want to talk to somebody to help work through that problem and to give you clarity from the crazy making, I'd love to be able to interact with you. If you want to talk one-on-one or go through some coaching together, we can work on that. Go to rawmotivations.com. Click on -on one-on-ones. We'd love to be able to help be assistance on your healing journey. Biggest focus that I take is typically helping people with the trauma bond and be able to rewire the triggers that are happening. That way they can rewire their mindset, they can separate from that narcissist and not let those triggers happen that put them back in a funk or control them or make them react. A lot of my focus goes to that as we try to help people move forward. Today we want to dive into closet narcissism. And closet in Exhibitionist Narcissism. The book that we're diving into, which I'm sure you've seen before, is called The Narcissist in Your Life. If you haven't had a chance, get this copy because it's a great copy of uh, information about narcissism and also the familial system with narcissists involved in, in the aspect. When it's talking about here, it says Closet Narcissism versus Exhibitionist Narcissism. Often people talk about overt and covert narcissism with overt referring to openly grandiose and domineering behaviors and covert referring to less obvious self-importance and manipulation. But there are additional distinctions between these two expressions of pathological narcissism and NPD that are important for identifying their typical behaviors and the underlying emotions that give rise to them. To be more precisely descriptive, they'll use the words here exhibitionist narcissist and closet narcissist which were originally coined by psychiatrist and personality disorder pioneer James L. Masterson. Both exhibitionists and closet narcissists have the same fundamental problem with unstable self-image and an unmoored sense of identity, and both have grandiose compensations for the shame and the insecurity. Again, narcissism is running away from shame and insecurity. Both also have rigid and distorted thinking processes lack self-awareness and emotional empathy, and fail to see themselves and others in a whole, nurtured, nuanced, and a realistic way. But while the exhibitionist narcissist dominates conversations and basks in the limelight, the closet narcissist finds that level of attention to be uncomfortable and potentially threatening. According to Dr. Eleanor Greenberg, usually closet narcissists have experienced early and persistent humiliations which have made them feel extremely conflicted about being in the spotlight although some character characterized closet narcissists is simply introverted their retinence is not necessarily due to natural inter- introversion rather it is because of the culture of their family it was dangerous to openly seek attention Maybe it came from abuse, maybe it came from how the other person valued them, but it wasn't safe for them to be able to seek attention, so it comes out that way. This also left them unable to mobilize a defensive grandiose facade as the exhibition does. This is why they are sometimes referred to as vulnerable narcissists. They still have the I am special defense, but look to an idealized other, perhaps a kind of stand-in for their overbearing exhibitionist narcissistic parent, to demonstrate their specialness through association. Closet narcissists see themselves as exceptional then and through their connection to people, institutions, systems, and causes, and like that they idealize and derive a feeling of status from. So a lot of it is like that lack of sense of self, but if I can attach, I'll be more worth. If I can attach to this, you'll think I'm better. So it's like it's like the idea of like bringing the mask in but having it attached not necessarily always to a person, but also to things, institutions, systems. They may seek out mentors or forms of authority and serve diligently and efface them because those with those that they admire. Because they fear failure and exposure. Closet narcissists are also apt to defer decisions to others, avoid direct confrontation, and use indirect means to get what they want. If the closet narcissist is the one that you're identifying with, just leave a note in the chat so we can get some more feedback, but also so you can be like, wait, this is who it is? Hey, there's someone else that sees the same thing too. They're afraid to own their own opinions and feelings, while also being prone to disappoint and rage when their needs are not divined by those close to them. They can also be just as haughty, unforgiving, and demanding as exhibition narcissists, but they tend to express their sense of entitlement in quieter, less direct ways. They prefer to draw attention and exert control by playing on sympathies, using guilt and making passive-aggressive maneuvers, craving power but too fearful to to take it. They embrace the role of victim and use that to justify their mistreatment of others. A lot of times you'll see the victim mentality come out in narcissists of like this is who I am so you need to get over it. This is who I am so this is why I did this because I was hurt so bad, because I was abused, because this happened to me, this is why I did that. As victims in their own mind, they're going they are prone to harbor resentment and envy, play the martyr, experience paranoia, use underhanded means to manipulate and punish because of those because of their more hidden nature. Closet narcissists are often harder to identify as narcissists, and their grandiosity, anger, and callousness may more easily go under the radar with others. They frequently cultivate a self-sacrificing, do-gooder persona in their social and or professional circles that belies their ruthless self-interest and use and abuse of family members. Now, if that resonated at all, I want you just to leave a comment down below. We're gonna dive into really quick 16 things that closet narcissists are prone to, specifically closet narcissists, okay? Closet narcissists are also prone, one, to control with silent treatment, stonewalling, and other forms of withholding. Two, manipulate through guilt and self-pitying performances. Three, flatter and fawn over others to win favor. Four, feign innocence. Five, Humble brag. 6. Behave worshiply and go beyond the call of duty with people that they idealize. 7. Have delusions of victimization and persecution. 8. Appear insecure or anxious and ask for help or advice. 9. Stage a crisis to gain attention. And 10. Take pleasure in, others, in other people's problems and tragedies. 11. Harbor long-term grudges. 12. Resist answering questions directly. 13. Exaggerate suffering and sickness to garner sympathy. 14. Blame problems and failures on unfair people, institutions, and circumstances. 15. Use backhanded tactics, such as gossiping and smear campaigns, against people they envy. 16. Criticize indirectly through implied blame, lack of knowledge, a lack of acknowledgement, and unfair comparison. Now, if that's you, that you're like, wow, like that checked a lot of boxes, I wasn't expecting it to be a closet narcissist, leave a comment down below. You never know who might actually resonate with this and also to let other people know they're not alone. If you've dealt with a closet narcissist or a narcissist in general and you need help, I would suggest, one, start the journal. Start to write down your truth so you don't go crazy with the gaslighting or the things that they're saying. They're just like, I don't know what to believe. Write down your truth. Get involved in some type of therapy, whether that's a psychologist, a therapist, or you work with a personalized coach for a little bit of time, but get involved into something to help you grow, heal, and change. And then, last of all, get involved with community. That could be the NARC app, that could be different Facebook groups, that could be friends and family that understand, not the ones that just say, well, you should just leave and get over it, but the ones that actually understand. Get involved with people that can help support you because you need it when you're going through a situation with a narcissist. Remember, you're not crazy. You're not alone. You're not hopeless. Reach out for help.